Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by Bonnie and Leah and Alyssa talking about our one cool witch. Alyssa already told us about Stevie Nicks and her fabulous wardrobe. (laughs) Bonnie dove into Greek mythology (laughs) and introduced us to Circe and Medea. And hurt my brain a little bit, but I mean, that's, that's, it's just because it's it's going to happen. I love it. (laughs) My product. (laughs) But before we dive back in, Leah is going to tell us what's on the Gals Guide calendar for this week. Yes, I am. So. For the week of October 17th through the 23rd, get ready to run amok, 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 because uh, Film Club meets on Thursday, October 20th, and we're going to talk about Hocus Pocus from 1993. So Film Club meets online and at the Gals Guide Library at 5.30 p.m. To get the Zoom link, you do need to be registered. So uh, the fast and free way to do that is at galsguide.org. There might also be something out of this world happening on Sunday, October 23rd, but we don't have all the details yet. We just know that the Janeway Collective is hosting an appearance by Kate Mulgrew. That's right. Janeway herself is coming to Bloomington, Indiana. What? And Gail's Guide may or may not open for the captain. So stay tuned to our social media. Uh, and check out all the calendar events at galsguide.org. Very cool. Exactly. <laughs> you want to meet Janeway? I saw, mm-hmm. I saw a note about that in Discord. I was like, uh-huh. excuse, like uh-huh. Trey was with me. I was reading. I was like, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I she's think coming. I think we're opening for Janeway. <laughs> she's only here for one day. So there's nice. no possibility of her coming to the library. But yeah. there is the possibility of maybe, you know, a special invitation <laughs> at some time. That could choreograph later. Janeway. I wish I knew what this meant. <laughs> She's on a show <laughs> called Star Trek. It's very similar oh. to Star Wars, but different. <laughs> oh. She's also on Orange is the New Black. Did you ever watch Orange is the New Black? Oh, yeah, yeah. She She's was red. red. She's mm, the Russian. Okay, okay. That's Kate Mulgrew. Yes. 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 I did there not you realize. There you go. Do you think oh. she'll tell us the conclusion of that, or the start of that joke? Because that is killing me. That is a good question to ask, though. The, there is going to be a It's not a cabbage. Right. Or something. All right. Well, you write He's this down. He's just stupid. It's then... just like, we only hear the end of the joke. What does she think the rest of it is? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Kills but Katie, who do you have for us? I oh, you have, have a question, question for oh you. Oh, my God. I totally want another question. Do first. not rush me. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it's Oktoberfest happening in my belly and my brain right now. That's beautiful. Oktoberfest. <laughs> yes. I do have a question. Yeah. I am curious if you guys have ever had your fortune told or mm. perhaps indulged in a tarot reading. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Bonnie's already laughing. I have done both. I have had my uh, tarot cards done. I've had my palm read. And I learned how to do the tarot cards. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did them for my friend. And I did them for myself. And they did predict uh, my first baby, Cammie. They told me that I was going to have a uh, 2002 Space Odyssey, which is what I called it at the time. (laughs) uh, Which was Cammie. So, yeah. So it wasn't wrong. So she's my little... I guess my witchy baby. 
but yeah, no, I love it. Um, I also, uh, I have a good number of pagan friends who have always like offered to do like tarot readings and stuff for me. And I'm like, oh, and you know what? I don't need to know right now. But when I'm totally lost, then I need to know. <laughs> what about you, Bon Bon? I mean, besides the one at school where you get a, a pool in yes! a palm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, besides the... I'm trying those... to remember those. Yes. <laughs> no, the thing where they, they just spit on your hand. Like, that's your... Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That thing. Oh, oh, yeah, no. that's... That's a, that a good experience. Yeah, that, that um, yeah. No, I had... Um, a friend at work bring the tarot cards once and it did come true oh look at that sweet you guys that's pretty exciting because i've done tarot and fortune telling but i can't remember what was said and if any of it came true i but i remember being a high schooler messing around with tarot cards getting them for like a gift sometime and like trying to use them and read them um, and then one time when my mom and I were on a trip my senior year of high school in New Orleans, we stopped and had our fortunes told oh, on the... That's a good place to do yeah, it, though, because there's just the so square. much energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I can't remember what was said. Right? Yeah, I know. Dun, dun, dun. Sure, it all came true. I'm certain. Oh, I'm absolutely. Absolutely. They said you're going to meet a crazy friend, and she's going to force you to be in front of a microphone. Oh, <laughs> I'll die. <laughs> but there will be beer. But speaking of death, yeah. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> I have a probably not so nice witch for you guys. Ooh, it's okay. Yes. It's October. I mean, we're here for the good, bad, and the ugly of it. I so. mean, if we're going with stats only, yeah. it's suspected that she had a hand in murdering over a thousand people. Holy crap. Man. And that she may have um, murdered about 2,500 babies. Maybe. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So that's going right. to be some pretty high stats on her witch I playing like card. I like not burying the lead of, no. well, she's hard to love. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, yeah. um, when I was reading about her and I watched a few things on YouTube, a lot of people gave warnings that, you know, yeah. we would be talking about the, the death of babies, right. poisonings, killings, black masses. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's going to be a little um, right. satanic around here for this episode. Ooh, lady in the bathtub. Spooky, spooky. What's that? I can't remember it. The lady in the bathtub. She's not a bathtub lady that okay. I know of. I'm sure she bathed, but not in a notorious, infamous way. <laughs> bathtub lady she I may mean, have bathed. imagine having that as your anyway yeah she may have bathed some because she was also born in 1640, 1640. and i'm thinking yeah. it wasn't like a bathe daily sort it was of deal seasonal kind of if a bit yeah although this lady became quite a wealthy lady so i'm assuming oh. she had some perfume dips maybe a Look slipper tub See, very nice. Very, very nice. nice things. Well, I mean, but she did not start yeah. out that way. Okay, all right. She okay. was born Catherine Deshays. Okay, and very little is actually known about her her youth and her growing up. Okay, what is known is, it is she that she murdered everybody who like brought <laughs> her up. I'm you just, know, actually, just... <laughs> I have a feeling if we did know about her childhood, it would probably have some tough shit in it. Probably. It'd probably be pretty I mean, sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all come out all things yeah. that are known about her is that she probably grew up in poverty. Um, the one thing about her childhood that I did keep coming across was that starting at nine years old was when she started telling fortunes. Oh, okay. So she, she used might have been making chimmery, chimmery, which was a term I had never heard about before. Okay. So I had to look it up. It's palm reading. Oh, oh okay. chimmery. Oh. Apparently I'm very likely mispronouncing oh, it. I'm with you. I'm like looking at my own palm. <laughs> and she also did uh, <laughs> face readings. 
Ooh. So she did that starting at nine years old. What if you have resting bitch face? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she was reading people like me that have every emotion on it's the like, face. Remember back in the day when psychology was about how many knobs you had on your head yes. and what shape it was? was I'm it guessing phalange? it was like no, it wasn't phalange, face yeah. reading in that sort of way, but <laughs> like the touching. Okay. I don't, touching I don't of know. The face. Um, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but yes. Um, so she did that, and eventually, when she was 20 years old, um, she got married to Antoine Monavison. Ah, oh, shit balls. That's not it. It's not my I practiced. No. Is she French? She's French. Okay, so I can't so help you. So we can't even <laughs> say most of the syllables. Our face Antoine, doesn't work. Yes, Antoine. Well, her, her she's La Vosin. So his is Mon Vosin. There you oh. go. Antoine Movison. Yes, I told myself I wasn't going to second guess myself yep, on the podcast, the but, the end. I, I'm... but then it's us and then there's beer. But then we face French, <laughs> which makes French. no sense. Fair. But I did practice Lovosin. Okay. Lovosin is her name. Sexy. Exactly. So her first name's Catherine, but she very much famously became, became known as Lovosin. Okay. So if you try to Google her, you're going to want to Google La Vosin. I can't spell any of that. L-A-V-O-I-S-I-N. I don't think I would have got there. Yep. <laughs> La Vosin. It seems kind of like obvious that sin is like literally <laughs> Oh, sin is in her name. And you know, I hate saying that because I don't know that she's really a sinner. She's a lady who had to do what she had to do. Right. Okay. Yeah. Really, she is because okay. she married Antoine. Yeah. And he turned out to be a super loser. No. Uh-oh. I mean, I hate to say Damn that because on. his super loserness that I know from what I read online was yeah. just that his businesses failed. Oh, okay. Maybe he had a beautiful heart, was right. amazing. But bad luck? But basically, he wasn't going to be able to provide for mm-hmm. their family. Okay. Um, which eventually became her, her mom, and their three kids. So they were a family uh, of six. Right. And all of his businesses went bankrupt. And Lovosin said, I'm not going back to living on the streets. Yeah, right. So I'm going to have to handle this myself. That. Right. Yeah. So at that point, she again turned to fortune telling. Yeah. Um, and eventually also became a midwife. Yes, I'm assuming right? filling in the cracks of what fortune telling was not paying. Right. Um, During she the learned day, that trade. midwifery. <laughs> <laughs> in the night. There's only rating. so exactly. many people in town. And yeah, since true. it seems in general she was quite a money-driven woman, yeah. um, she found out that providing abortion care actually paid more than mm. being a midwife. Oh. I mean, particularly because it was illegal. And most things yes. that are illegal, you're going to have to pay more for. But there's no, we're talking 1600s. There's no mm-hmm. contraception besides... Oh, yeah. Pray and then, life. right. And the Catholic Church is like, poof. Mm-hmm. It is controlling. True. Strict. Right. There's no wiggle room there. This is true. Um, so she really built up her clientele, providing abortions, mm-hmm. and even became um, abortionist of many, like, very high-class mistresses. Oh, yes, of course. So kind of kept elevating her own place in society. Yeah. Um, and you might be shocked to hear that fortune-telling, mysticism, witchery was frowned upon. When? No. And the crazy. 1500s in France. No. I know, I know, I know, I know. The Catholic Church thought maybe it wasn't a good idea. That's so crazy. So love the sin, <laughs> being the very, very smart woman yes. she was, Yeah, she went to the church and was like, well, any fortune telling I have is because it was a gift from God. Oh. And I just use, you know, knowledge and psychology and whatever natural gifts God gifted mm-hmm. me. And they were like, oh, you're right. No. And she basically got sanctioned by the church. What? To be this oh fortune teller. Oh my goodness. 
So that's amazing. Right. <laughs> so this maneuver and then her investing in herself and kind of her own image yeah. um, really elevated her in society. Why didn't Margaret so... Sanger try this? <laughs> Why didn't Margaret Sanger go to the Pope and say, look, I'm guessing this lady. This is God's gift. Gave the church some money. A <laughs> little bit of this. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe somebody in the church had a mistress mm. that nobody mm. was supposed to know well, about. Yes, Katie? Case in point. Yes. Not a case specifically, because okay. I do not yeah, have yeah. a specific for you. Right. But she obviously had some kind of dirty deal with the priests. Yeah. Because this fortune telling, this helping, these higher class people get the things their heart desires right eventually led to her conducting black masses which have you guys heard a description of what that was back in the heyday of black masses bring it back to me (laughs) so black masses are basically taking uh kind of traditional um catholicism okay uh, rituals Mm -hmm. and Kind of just pivoting them a little bit into devil worshiping. Just a little bit. Just tweaking them. Just a little. Just tweaking them. Like, for example, you would hold them in the catacombs beneath your home. Oh, okay. All right, good. Um, So they wouldn't be done in the church. No, no, no. You would find your own nice catacomb. Of course. Ambiance. Like you do. Um, and then instead of a church altar, you would incorporate a naked woman. Oh, of course. Like you do. To lay out okay. as is, an altar. This is checking out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be best if she holds two black candles. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're yeah. definitely going to want to balance a chalice on her stomach. Oh, yeah. Because that's going to be important okay. in a moment. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Okay. What if terrified. <laughs> what if you have balance issues? <laughs> what if you're drinking? <laughs> what if you don't have rock hard abs? <laughs> I'm thinking there's not a lot balancing on this for so long. (laughs) So after you have the stage set, okay, you're gonna want to think about being a naked woman. Got it. Holding the candles with the chalice on her stomach. This is a yoga held. Oh so, oh so still. (laughs) Because you're gonna fill this chalice. Oh no. Oh yes, you are. Oh. You're gonna fill it with something that Love of Sin had ready access to oh yeah yeah yeah. you 100 percent are going to want to dwell on what it is you wish okay you're going to pray and ask the devil to yes. bring this to you okay and then you are going to fill the cup with the blood of an infant mm-hmm. oh yeah and because she was the lead abortion doctor at the yes. time and she also um wow. I was really provided hoping. a service for uh, <laughs> impoverished women who couldn't care for their children yeah Oh, wow. She would help find homes for them. Oh, no. And maybe she didn't find. That was implied that perhaps it was a don't ask, don't tell. And she just would get rid of some people's problems. However, she was, she was, um, I don't know how to describe it. Generous. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, she would charge her customers that were, um, more the highfalutin customers, yeah, the yeah. top dollar, and she actually, as a charity, would provide for women who were poor mm-hmm. and impoverished couldn't that ran her. into problems with gotcha. being pregnant or having children they couldn't care for. They would not have to pay. Gotcha. Okay. There you go. Yeah. She also was very interested in science and alchemy and financed several private projects and enterprises. Of mm. what herbs and spices could cause an abortion, perhaps? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, but coming this, up with a pill. That one, we're not even div- <laughs> we're not even diving all the way deep into this one yet. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. This is yeah. just like she's warming up, right? No. This is her warm up. It's, it's her warm up. It's her warm up. Um, and of course, a lot of this is hearsay. Like it was said that um, from all of her aborted fetuses. Yeah. She would um, grind up their bones and bury them in her garden. Oh, my goodness. That's some good witchy folklore, though. 
It is. I mean, it's baby enough bones to scare in your garden. The children into yeah. yeah. It's bone meal. I mean, but this that is <laughs> the gardener and Bonnie approves. It's usually from like the leftovers of butchering like cows or pigs or whatever. Right. The leftover chicken that you have. Yeah, exactly. Mm. From yeah. dinner. Everything composts. Right. It does, doesn't it? That's how nature works. <laughs> <laughs> So one thing she found um, through all of her fortune telling, and I I have to mention again, she's become massively wealthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's rubbing Mm -hmm. elbows with the high aristocrats of France. Right. And she's she's having them over and playing the violin for them. Oh, see. She's helping them in their dark arts. Yep. She's she's happening lady. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) And she knows their secrets. Exactly. But what she realized when she found out all these people's secrets is there's basically three things people want. Okay. Yeah. They want someone to fall in love with them. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. They want to murder their husband. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we all been there. (laughs) (laughs) Or they want to murder a family member so they can inherit. These seem to be the themes that were coming out in her sessions with people. So she's talking to the creme de la creme then, obviously, because, you know, we don't all inherit (laughs) in a murder worthy kind of way. We don't all wish for Bonnie to pet all the puppies and need to have all of the drinks. (laughs) Not everyone's so giving and loving. I know. Okay. I wouldn't have survived in the 1600s. (laughs) (laughs) So she donned her red velvet cloak embroidered with golden eagles. Ooh. And she started producing magic potions, amulets, and using rituals to help make sure these people would get what their heart desired. Uh, did she make love potion number nine? Well, I mean, if <laughs> mashing up Christmas. Spanish fly with the blood of a human, and I forget what that recipe was, but, you know, maybe later in October I'll be making a batch. Okay, all right. You do what you need to do. Yes. <laughs> Then yes. Right, little peyote on the side. Okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. So as her business increased. Yes, biz- she's a business she's woman. A, she's a business woman. Yes. So she took the next logical step and she started producing poisons for people. Oh. Because if, you know, two thirds of what people want is somebody to die. Right. You're going to need poison. And she's totally okay with that. Right. Right. Okay. But this became like a multi-market level scheme. What is that? Like the pyramids? Oh, yeah. Almost. The pyramid scheme. Well, not the pyramid scheme, but she had people under her. It was a little Avon-y. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it became like so big and she had so many people that wanted her help with these love potions, charms, and poisons. I see. That she had to she create a network train people of and poisoners and the yeah. sales team. Yeah. But of course, like the top really notch, terrible like salesman, top the, notch uh, vacuum salesman. Door to door. <laughs> door to door. Do you have somebody that you'd like to murder? <laughs> I've got the poisons for you. <laughs> Sorry, but, go ahead. But, but of course, her top clients, she would care for herself. Yes, of course. So her most infamous client in her career was Madame Montspan. Okay. Who eventually became the uh, official. I didn't know you. Became official, but yeah. she became the official mistress of Louis the Fourteenth. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, the official mistress yeah. status. Okay. Um, gotcha. However, she came to Lovison when she was not the official mistress. Oh. She just had a crush on the king, oh. and she was oh, like, yes. "Lovison, what can you do to help the king fall in love with me?" And mm. Lovison was like, "Take one potion, do two black masses. It's all gonna work out, honey." And then, meanwhile, I'm just gonna get on the phone because the phone is something in the 1600s, <laughs> and I'm gonna call some people and make some deals. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and lo and behold, 
she became the official mistress. No it way. all worked out. And Amazing. at the time this was happening, this was powerful stuff because the king's official mistress at that point had just given birth to their child. Oh. Mm-hmm. But sorry, honey. Mm-hmm. Move over. Right, exactly. Once done, mm-hmm. worked yep. her love potions and she's here. Oh my goodness gracious. Now, I think you're going to be shocked to find out that eventually the king stopped paying attention to her. No. Oh. Stopped favoring her. Oh, my god! Stopped wanting to be with her. Did Lovasen kill him? No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> she had to turn to Lovasen, and yeah. she was like, Lovasen, I need more potions. I need more charms. Right. I need to recapture his attention. Right. But he kept taking other lovers, and it just mm-hmm. wasn't working. So eventually she came to Lovasen, and she said, we must kill him. Uh-huh. We're going to king. There it is. Kill King Louis. <laughs> right. The 14th of France. Yeah. Because he won't be my lover. Right. Exactly. Cut. Mm, yeah. Sad. <laughs> So Lovasen, well, Lovasen hesitated, guys. Oh, she, she hesitated. was like, I don't okay. know about this plan. But then she thought, Wow, Why it will elevate one thing, my status. But treason. <laughs> yeah. But if he's not king to kill you, <laughs> what is? There's like an actual word for it. Something side. There's like a king aside. <laughs> you know, one of those. I read it when I was reading about her brother side, royal side. Royal I don't know. Side. <laughs> Oh, it'll jump up at me eventually, but... <laughs> French aside. You guys, yeah. she might kill the king. She might? Focus yeah. in. Okay, all right, because I don't know what Kay. the hell happened. So eventually she said, uh, yes. okay, yeah. let's kill the king. Sure. It's what you want. It's, let's kill it's what future you want to make happen. <laughs> <laughs> so they decided, she recruited some other people who were also like, I don't think this is a great idea. No. Okay, all right. And yeah. they decided to make a poison parchment petition that they would bring before the king. Mm. He oh. would touch it, and then he would die. <gasps> He would die by paper. Mm, oh right. my god. Paper, paper cuts. <laughs> They're the worst. However, yeah. the day she attempted to take it to court herself, Lovasen, yeah. oh. court, was, court was super crowded. Oh. So she was never able to get an appointment with the king, a time uh, with the king. She had to leave. Damn. Right. So they said we need to regroup, figure out how to kill King right. Louis Fourteenth. Yeah. But before they could regroup, she was arrested. Oh, no. For so killing somebody else? I had not given you a lot of background to this point, that there was this whole thing going on in France that makes sense in English words, but if you said it in French, it wouldn't sound the same. Okay. But it's basically the affair of the poisons, is oh. what it is in English. Oh, Affair right. de poisons. And this is different than the War of the Roses, right? Because that was an English <laughs> thing? I don't actually know what the War of the Roses was. I think so it was like... Uh, 1680-ish. No, 17... Where... Oh, damn staples. (laughs) Um, So it was basically like 1676 to 1680. Okay. This this poison fear. Um, Because the king's either like sister or stepsister, I don't know, had been, they thought, killed by poison, which turned out to not be correct. Right. But they were basically getting... Like glimmers of figuring out that there's an underground poisoning, fortune-telling, witchcraft Mm. shit going on. Like the anthrax scare (laughs) we had. (laughs) You know what I mean? Where it's just like, be careful of anything weird that arrives in the mail. Okay. So they're wrestling people up. They're busting up this distribution ring. And you would be so shocked. One of her people she dealt with gave her up. Mm. No. Right. Well, I mean, she was a very successful woman probably at this point with all of her poisons. Absolutely. So, of course, you got to give her up. Mm, 
it was a competitor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was a competitor. Too. Yeah. That like they had worked together, but then became competitors and there was bad blood there. Right. Um, so she was imprisoned. Um, and there's a little knowledge known about her imprisonment. For one, it was they were given leave to torture her because most of the people being wow. um, arrested at this time were tortured. Oh, they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, we're accusing you of witchcraft. We think you're poisoning people. You think we think you're distrib- distributing poison. Right. We're going to torture you. Yeah. However, she was never tortured. Hmm. Were they scared to torture? Her? They were scared, I think, of what she would reveal about higher up people. Oh yeah, like, there you go. Or who would be exposed? In, well, I think it was more they were afraid of who she would expose. Oh, I see. At this point, gotcha. Um, like the kings didn't want his court to fall apart, or it being so known that protected? they were using magical kind of? services. Okay. A little like bit arrested, but protected. The other thing about Lovelessen, yeah. she had a little bit of a drinking problem. Ooh, I like so her. once no, she was kidding. arrested, they just kept feeding her alcohol. Oh. There was no restraints or restrictions on her drinking. Oh, I see. And they did pull quite a few of truths and connections, but not. She gotcha. never admitted to helping the king's mistress. Okay, the gotcha. Montspan or whatever it was. Right, Montspan. right. That came out later, but where her daughter. Gave that information down oh. the road. Um, but she was held for, whew, I think, about nine, ten months. Mm, okay. All right. Drunk as shit every day at the jail. Giving up some. That sounds terrible. <laughs> giving up some people. Well, Vacation. Right. I have to say, I, I, I chose this a real tried and true witch. Yeah. Right. Because she was convicted February 17th, 1680 of witchcraft. Oh. She was 40 years old. Okay. And she was sentenced to burning. Oh, mm. she was burned as a witch? She was burned as a witch wow. on the public Place de Grève yes. in Paris. That French thing. Yeah, And it was said that she did not go peacefully. Oh. She pushed away the clergy. Mm-hmm. Apparently when she was up on the stake, she was trying to push away the hay oh. to save herself. But she did burn as a witch. Oh, my goodness. Dun, dun, dun. So that's my story about an important businesswoman from the 1600s, France. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. A little entrepreneur. toppled mm-hmm. the king. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Almost, if it wasn't for that damn arrest mm-hmm. and the busyness of court. Right. Oh, my goodness. And her name was Catherine? <laughs> yeah. So she's a cat. Sorry. Mm. Anyway, she's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Montvossin. Montvossin. Oh my goodness. Well, you did a really good job with the French. The French <laughs> right. is hard. And well, I just hope you guys is... were on the edge of your seats. I was. We had black arts, baby killing. She's bones she's in the garden, poison. Deal. Wow. She had it all. Yes. And then you've also got that air of when she was powerful, how much of it was true and how much of it was to like smear her or shame her or whatever. But then again, how much of it is like, mm-mm, girl be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so you get that nice little dichotomy there. <laughs> She's a bad, bad witch. Right, exactly. Molly, do you have any questions about that bad, bad witch? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild ride. Sorry, Bonnie. <laughs> Shocking, I tell you. Shocking. It's <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know, she's probably like drunk when she got up to the the pyre. Yep, that's probably why she's being crazy. Right, and exactly. I'm like, like they light her on fire, and if her blood alcohol content's like really high, right? Yeah, this is true. I hope that sounded oh, cool in Radio yeah. World. Yeah. Exactly. She's 
completely kindling. Yes, well, at that what point. What a horrible way to go, though. But it I mean, even if a little you bit murdered like, like 2,000 people, <laughs> I could have at least poisoned her. I'm right? sure she had a recipe. Right. But then yeah, they would have to buy it from her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? She, she could have just been like passing out like water. Like people die of yeah. so many things in the oh, 1600s yeah, right? that they, that they could have just been coincidence things. People. Mm-hmm. She's probably dead. Yeah. I think it was like there was like a whole issue for a while of some <laughs> underground poisonings for real. <laughs> to which she was the mob boss of. Yeah, a little mobby, wasn't she? Mob See, witch. There you go. <laughs> I dig it. Well, do you want to close us up? I would love to. Done, done, done. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as Gals Guide Podcast. Podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>